Thursday already. It's already Thursday. Oh my gosh. SodaCon was over like a week ago. Today we're talking about parts suppliers getting pinched, public distrust of autonomy, and Tesla's new semi record. Here I go. The people really want to. It's not a semi record. Not a half of a record. <laughs> they got a half a record. It's yeah. a record every other time. <laughs> every other time it's a record. Oh um, man. So, um,. It still feels like summer up here, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> it it's it's like we got two more days of 88 degree weather, and then we full on plummet. Okay, on so we're here. we're in this we're in the same boat. It must be like yeah. a northeast. Yeah, it was like 87 yesterday. I'm like, why is our air conditioner? It's have nuts. To be on right and then now? and then on Saturday, it's like lows of 39, 40, highs of 61. Yo, so I think you're lower than I am. I think my lows are in the mid four, mid to upper forties. Oh, yeah, terrible! I cleaned out the wood pellet fireplace thing that we have over the weekend. I'm I'm ready for fall. Straight I'm up, ready. I'm ready to go. I'm These I are give me a sweater yes. and nice little jacket. You know, whatever it is. People like, people been asking some questions if uh we're gonna have sweat sweaters and like hoodies and stuff in the Asodu swag shop. Uh, I think so. I think yeah, why so. Not? But right now we do have long sleeve tees. Are they on? Yeah, long sleeve tees are on the store. You can see. Yeah, them. there's not a ton Look, of long pictures there. For early fall, like time. throw that over a t-shirt, it's perfect. Yes, perfect. yes. We're building out the swag store a little bit more because we had a lot of offerings at a SodaCon. We had a killer swag shop, multiple color prints on whatever shirt you want. We got with these coming, these more than car shirts that people really liked. Um, so we'll build that out, but there's still a lot of great stuff on there. Um, you can go to, what is it? Shop.asodu.com and see That's all the, the shoelaces and the things like we're turning turn into a little fashion brand, which is kind of our thing. Yeah, we like the retail. Well, let's let's we got to retail some things. Oh man, we got a new panel uh, released what last night that is now on uh, on the internet, on YouTube, on LinkedIn. Elevating an industry on Amazon Prime. So this is the one that got uh, that was just like kind of an in your face panel. We have a trailer in there of a new Amazon Prime series called Repurposed, which was created by our two guests, John Sacco, uh, owner of Sierra. He's in the metals business, the recycling business, and our good old friend, troublemaker, Darren Doan. Check out the panel. The trailer is embedded in the panel, and then we have a discussion, and John Sacco ain't taking no crap from anybody. Let me just say that. He, he was coming in hot, telling us all. Everybody was like, wow, metal recycling. Here we go. Let's man, go. Man by has an it. opinion. Yeah. Right. Especially when you think about sustainability to hear like about how recycled metals work with automotive. When he's like, did you know your car is the most sustainable thing that you own? <laughs> we like as an industry, we should be talking about that right there. He that got way. all fired up. He's like, you know, everybody's like, you know, making a big deal over like we use this soy plastic thing for an interior part. He's like. 90% of the car is recycled already you're, already you're talking about this little like half a percent thing and like you're forgetting the fact that most of the car is recycled the brake even the brake pads and all the housings and the casings and the frames it's like most of it is like aluminum that existed like back in like way 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 long ago I don't yep. know awesome yep. go check it out also have our SodaCon sessions podcast which I watched my first and listened to my first one yesterday and it was awesome <laughs> I've listened to like three or four at this point. They They're all good. Too. I love listening to you and Jordan and Michael Cirillo, all of with our, you know, unique viewpoints on how to conduct like these quick seven to 10 minute pods. Fun. It is so good. You can find them on a so tube, a S O T U dot B E or search for a so do podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. A so do concessions is where it's at. All right. What else? That's it. 
Oh, more Let's than cars go. premiere coming up. We're gonna have a Next link Tuesday. up and a LinkedIn event uh, October 11th. Next week, episode two is gonna drop. So um, you can go to morethancars.tv, watch episode one. But um, you know, we'll have more about that tomorrow. So there, there you have go. it. All right, we gotta get into some news here. So a uh, little bit of a lack of drama today, which I'm really digging. Right, a little just information as we go Let's into the. All right, during the ongoing UAW strike against the Detroit Three, nearly 30% of suppliers have initiated layoffs, with this number expected to surpass 60% by mid-October, reveals a uh, MIMO, which is Motor and Equipment Manufacturers Association survey. The strike that started on September 15th has significantly impacted the auto chain, amplifying financial pressures from the pandemic and material shortages. So here's the deal. More than 50% of idled suppliers anticipate needing at least a week to return to pre-strike production levels just right now. Wow. Um, MEMA has requested, now. yeah, as of right now, MEMA has requested the White House to speed up commercial vehicle crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border um, due to added security checks because of the migrant issues, uh, because it's slowing down transport from uh, parts and supplies coming from outside the U.S. manufacturer. So they're starting to feel that pinch when they Oof. used to have a little bit of leniency there. Um, to this point, UAW and OEMs haven't been feeling much financial pain. This is a, a sure. This is a second article. Wall Street Journal article talked about the fact that. Yeah, it's kind of a deal, and there's a lot of drama. It's got all the makings of a great strike, right? Sound bites and enthusiastic workers and drama. But they were said during the 2019 strike, GM lost one an estimated $1 billion over the first two weeks, whereas the losses in this strike have barely even reached $200 million. A lot of that is due to the strategy of striking only certain plants and certain places and trying to keep a limited number of workers on strike and a majority of workers at work. So uh, it's like a lot of noise right now, but they're saying like from a financial standpoint, not a ton of impact. Yeah, the fact that it's not an all-out strike and there's plenty of ground inventory and inventory at uh, holding lots to, to deliver that and still receive wholesale dollars. Um, you know, they, they were in a good place, but I think we're starting to get to that, like close, you know, I, I said three to four weeks originally was kind of my estimation of when it was going to start to sting a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they lost, um, two weeks, they lost 200 million. You're looking at 400 million in the first four weeks. You know, uh, I think, well, if they keep increasing up, the strikes, you know, right, you think the velocity yep. will pick up. Right? The velocity is going to pick up. You're going to get into that fourth week. Parts suppliers are really going to see the pinch. You might start to see day supply of vehicles on ground on the on the retailer side to be different. And so you're going to you're going to see a little bit more like level of panic in the used car pricing market that's going to be influenced by new car availability. You know, those things as we breach that four week, which would be, I think, that the 12th. Uh, will start to get a little bit uncomfortable. It's 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 really, a, I mean, it's a unique strategy that we haven't seen before. And remember, the UAW has, I think it's like a $500 million strike fund, something like that. It's a lot of money. Uh, no, maybe the 500. And then workers who are on strike get $500 a week out of that fund. So they're obviously, as the OEMs know, that's being depleted. It increases leverage on the other side. So everyone's kind of like playing this little game where it just feels like a big thing right now but it's a lot of talk. So hopefully we don't have to get into the real painful parts and everyone can kind of get what they want out of it. And we can keep moving forward. Speaking of moving forward. Stop. Segway. Time. 
Uh, public trust in self-driving cars is waning, as shown by a study from J.D. Power and MIT, which distrust is growing due to perceived deceptive marketing practices and the frequent robo-taxi accidents. That doesn't help. The 2023 Mobility okay. Confidence Index study indicates declining trust in uh, autonomous vehicles, or AVs, over the past years. Currently, the index is only 37 out of 100. Yikes. Uh, it's pretty low. First-time robo-taxi riders tend to have positive reviews on AVs, but negative media coverage of deployment issues counters the sentiment. Uh, autonomous vehicle crashes, some fatal, are prompting greater attention from legislators and regulators. And the researchers at MIT suggest a pause and reassessment of AV technology to address foundational issues. So MIT, obviously a college, not a business. So they're like, yeah. hey, let's just stop all this. <laughs> they're like, just... Hit pause on the whole thing. We have thing. an endowment. You know, no Let's just deal. stop. <laughs> uh, miss, and also to blame, or uh, you know, from the report says misleading naming conventions such as Tesla's autopilot or full self driving cause confusion. No surprise there. With twenty two percent of study participants erroneously believing Tesla cars can operate fully autonomously. Yep. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, just. I was this morning watching the news while I was running and uh, there was a crash in just north of uh, where I'm at. It was uh, called, uh, it was um, in Gallatin and it was a, uh, uh, a, a autonomous or self-driving vehicle that ran into a business um, with the driver actually inside the car. So we're well, starting oh, like to the just safe, see the safety driver inside. The oh no, it was yep. a passenger vehicle. Yep, Not passenger like vehicle yep. with self-driving turned on and oh, right. uh, lost control and and uh, and major accident. So, so, so. you know, we're it, it, again. This is still it's still a small sliver, but the bigger issue is that when it's autonomous, when it's self-driving, the manufacturer starts to hold the bill, and that's where I think this like pullback and the trust level from the consumer side and from the legislation and regulation side is having the biggest question mark. It's not, you know, volume of accidents at this point. It's where do we put the blame and is the technology ready to have enough trust in the marketplace and on the roads uh, to be able to lean into it. And so, you know, this is this is what like everybody's been kind of questioning on what's the go-to-market strategy of autonomous vehicles. You know, we're going to be in Phoenix in oh. just a few weeks. Yeah, you know where you I'm going do with that one for used car week. And oh. if if the venue is within the radius, which it may be, oh, we have to look into that. You maybe you and I will do our first podcast from uh the back. When I look, we're just gonna take a ride three within three miles. Oh when yeah, we, we right. won't go to the venue, we'll and like we'll ride and then an get Uber another Uber, Uber to the venue. Whatever. <laughs> done. We're doing it. Done, done, done. <laughs> Speaking of taking a ride not taking a ride. Segway. Heck of a ride a heck of a ride because Tesla's EV semi-truck clocked over a thousand miles in a single day. It was a 24-hour real-world test challenging skeptics and outdoing competitors in the NACFE's Run On Less program. Uh, so Tesla's achievement challenges Bill Gates' previous statements doubting the viability of electric semi-trucks for long-haul distances, saying they would probably never work because of battery weight. And even just last month, Nikola Motors' new CEO, uh, Michael Loescheller, challenged skeptics by stating, I defy anyone to find another zero emission vehicle truck anywhere that can run up to 900 miles a day after uh, the Nikola's hydrogen fuel cell trucks traveled 900 miles in a day. 
Um, there, the, the NACFE, um, uh, has been monitoring a few electric trucks under real world conditions and is going to come out with a uh, little, little 18 day comprehensive insight study. So we'll have to take, keep an eye out for that. But, uh, look, shots fired. You can't do as 900 if, as if thousand. Elon needed one more <laughs> little thing to brag about. Can you imagine like, Oh, Bill Gates said we can't. All right. Check this out. Oh, you think here, hold my, hold my. You know, yeah. Twitter post. Average. I got it. I got to. Go, <laughs> I got to go to. I got to go send a picture over here. Um, you know, I think this is probably the the best, most effective real world deployment of autonomy in general. You just think of the the amount of energy and carbon and human element and human level failure. It's moving all this cargo across the country and loading and unloading. I've always thought this is just one of the best deployments for autonomous technology, um, especially if they get to the point. I mean, it'll be a while before they're just driving themselves with no one in them. Yep. But, but I, I, I love the fact that these trucks would be autonomous and loading and unloading. It just it means much more efficiency. It means better. Maybe it's better for the environment. I don't know. Yep. I'm not going to go there. Here's, this is another interesting. But I think it'll make things I, cheaper for consumers. I wanted to look this up because like vehicle weight at the, um, at the passenger vehicle on EVs has been a big question mark. And I like, this was something I was thinking like, man, a bunch of these semi trucks that are just heavier rolling around, but it's interesting because of the way that a semi truck is put together, typically an unladen semi truck weight. So uh, nothing on it is anywhere between 25 and 35,000 pounds already today. Yeah. Tesla semi truck, 27,000 pounds plus tires. So like less, so right, well, right in the range, right? Right in the range of what another semi-truck well, That makes sense be. because you That's, think of the size needed of the engine and the transmission, right. like all that heavy stuff. It's like actually now it's electric motors and a battery. So yeah. Much yeah. different it, than a passenger. It's a total. Vehicle. That's so. That's a really interesting. Like I see, I still see the path to commercial vehicle adoption. Yeah with EVs. So, I mean, we see these large companies like Amazon and like Domino's adopting these wholesale across a lot of their vehicle lines. And I just see the adoption curve deepening through those methods first, rather than like super deep into consumer methods. Um, So this is just like another feather in the cap of, Hey, we might actually be able to pull that off. I wonder how long it takes to charge one of those things. (laughs) At least overnight. Well, you know, well, you, you, if you look in the article, if you click through and you go to it, you'll see they show there's like a graph that shows like when it charged and how much it charged because there were like some small stops where it like just charged for like, you know, a little bit for a little bit. Yeah, it didn't yep. charge all the way back up because you think yep. about it, you don't need to. You just need to get yeah. your destination whenever you have to make your stops to the next place. I exactly. Know. I know. Well, it's a fun, brave new world that we're living in. Uh, we hope you have an amazing Thursday. Um, hey, if you need anything. DM, reach us out. Follow us, Sodu, on LinkedIn, too, because there's lots of great content and conversation happening in that community. See you tomorrow.